You're listening to Door and Window Market Magazine's special podcast, Industry Update the Coronavirus. This podcast is designed to bring you the latest industry news surrounding the disruptions caused by this worldwide pandemic. And now, I'll turn it over to Tara Tafara, publisher of DWM Magazine, who will introduce our special guest. Today, we have Ed Kaleher, CEO of Window Depot and also a blogger for DWM Magazine. Ed, welcome to the podcast. Tara, thanks for having me. We're really happy that you're able to join us today. Um, let's start by getting a quick status of operations at Window Depot. I know you have 58 locations. That's correct, right? 58? Exactly, yes. Okay. So and growing. I, and growing. <laughs> yes, that's good to know. Hopefully that still continues. Um, so the effect varies in certain regions, but give us an overview of how those individual locations are doing. Yeah, I can try. I think, you know, what you said is true. It varies location to location. There's a lot of different variables, so it's hard to give one kind of, you know, aggregate kind of what's happening. Um, You've got different, you know, obviously we're in different cities and different states, different population densities, you know, different state mandates, local mandates, etc. What we've tried to do is just hyper communicate with all of our locations to kind of get a sense, you know, that we could relate to everybody else and say, or what generally is happening. You know, my quick answer would be in the vast majority uh, of our cities, installations are still uh, ongoing. There's been probably a 20 to 30% kind of cancellation rate when people say, hey, I just want to hold off for now. Uh, but by and large, uh, the crews are still working, which is a really, really positive sign. Um, you know, it's in the new lead, you know, uh, incoming opportunities um, that we're starting to see that kind of cliff, right? And, and work carry over from, uh, from weeks previous and sales previous is starting to dry up a bit. Um, it's, and that again, really varies. Uh, and this right. is for a number of, a number of reasons. And like I mentioned, some, some states and cities are on more of a lockdown than others. Uh, but also you have the, the personality of the operators, the personality of the, the, the contractors or small business leaders that are out there. Some are just engaging new methods, um, to sell, uh, more readily than others. So you have a, a situation where between opportunities and sales, We've literally got a range of people being down anywhere, I would say, from 30 to, to you know, 80% in some cases. So difficult to kind of label it as exactly what's happening. Um, right. And I know that that's a big answer, uh, but it's, it's really, it is all across the board for many reasons. Well, tell us about some of those um, different methods that are making a difference. Um, some of those methods that people are um, implementing that are working. Yeah. So whether it be, you know, previous customers um, that, that we're reaching out to, or there's still, you know, new opportunities coming about and there's different methods that we've tweaked to try to get at those opportunities. But I think what you're getting at is, you know, maybe how we're selling business and closing deals. Um, you know, the word virtual is big right now. And, you know, we've seen a number of companies, <clears throat> including our own offering virtual visits. Um, and those are going surprisingly well. Um I think it's pushed us, everybody, into, uh, hey, we, we, maybe we thought about this a bit in the past. And I know we have. For the past six months, we've actually had a, a, a council put together to kind of flesh out these ideas and, and take it down that path. But this has really fast-forwarded everything, made us look at, you know, every part of the equation. How can you actually uh, close business, you know, all the way to collecting deposit and scheduling that workflow with never really meeting someone face-to-face? And the great thing about, you know, having a group like this is, We've got a number of people that said, yeah, I'm going to hard charge into this. And then we talk each and every day and we can compare notes and see what works. 
So, you know, primarily, um, you know, it's been a hybrid. That's what I would tell you. So some people, some people are comfortable. The entire process uh, we'll do via, you know, Google Hangouts or or, or Zoom meetings, Um, you know, even some just via conference call. Um, But others, it becomes a multi-stage kind of process where uh, some of it's uh, quote unquote virtual, but some of it is still, we'll do a walk around of the home, maybe meet, we, we've met on garages, we've met, you know, on front porches, through screen doors, you know, you name it. It's what that homeowner is kind of comfortable with, not only from a technology standpoint, but from a social standpoint. Um, but, you know, the, the cool thing is times like this, you know, everybody, there's no hurdles that, that anybody's coming up to and saying, okay, I'm just going to give up. The urgency of the situation says, look, I need to make this part of how we're going to conduct business, at least in the short term. So every time one of our, you know, our dealers comes up against an obstacle, they just find a way to overcome it again, based on the homeowner's sensibilities, based on the locality. Um, so again, I'm giving you like really broad answers. No, um, no, no, that's good. Um, yeah. All really good. Virtual info. takes many, many forms at this point. I think it'll, yeah. I think it'll coalesce into something that's really a, a, a a true strategy that we, we train and repeat and do as a group for window depot. But for right now, we've just got a group of entrepreneurs that are engaging different tools in different ways. And we're sharing ideas every day to move us forward. So all of your locations get together every day on zoom. Is that right? Right now? Um, it's about every other day. Um, that wasn't, that wasn't a normal practice of course, Right. But right now, yeah, it's, we're just hi- trying to hyper communicate, um, you know, and of course, you know, for me, the benefit of, of kind of trying to grow and lead a group is while they're on those front lines that they have to sell that job, get it installed, create happy customers. I get the benefit of soaking all this information in and looking to the future and say, how can we use this? So I'm already at a point where I'm like, duh, like, wh- why did we not, you know, host open forums on a more regular basis? Because the idea sharing is, is just awesome. Right. And I guess that's one good thing that, you know, could come out of this too. Yeah. You're learning things that could be put into place, you know, after this as well. So, you know, the smart business owners like yours are taking advantage of that, taking note of that, and, you know, we'll continue to do that when this is over. So I, so is it, is it kind of cool? Sometimes are you talking and just the dealer will throw out, Hey, I've been doing this. And then it's something that, you know, one of the other locations on the phone that they can, you know, learn from as well. Well, that's, that's always been, um, you know, probably the best part of, of growing a group, right? Um, right. it sounds cliche, but once people get in and, and you see the support that, that surrounds you, this, these are just times that we're living in that, you know, exacerbate that or hyper-focus that, right? Uh, it just makes those moments, those aha moments, those share moments, those, Hey, this nugget can push us all ahead. It just makes it that much more magnified. Um, right. and, and I think, you know, whether it just be my group or trying to contribute some content to your blog and get it out there, or I have my own, you know, distribution list of, you know, a thousand people. And I say, look, there are things right now that we should all be sharing regardless of if we're competitors or not. You know, these, these are, if you can't use this moment and it's what you have to focus on, but if you cannot use this moment to make your company better in the future, you're missing a gigantic opportunity. Put it this way. For home improvement contractors, and I'm sure this applies to every small business, but for, for our business, you know, th- these are the moments that separate managers from leaders. I truly believe that. Yeah, I, b- I definitely believe that as well. And I think some of the, even our magazine, you know, covers other industries as well. 
And um, I found some of the other leaders in the other industries are putting that into place as well. And even talking to competitors, you know, they say, oh, yeah, I talked to, you know, I mean, not down the street, but, you know, in other locations. And um, it's it's nice to see that happening, people sticking together and sharing ideas um, and so they can come out on the other side of this. Um, so let's see, we're jumping all over the place a little bit here, but one thing that I wanted to mention (laughs) that when you and I, I know (laughs) when you and I talked is that, you know, it sounds like, like, yes, business is down, but obviously, like you said, um, business is still happening. But when you and I talked, you said you were actually kind of surprised by that, that so much business was still happening. Um, so do you want to speak to that a little bit? I mean, it's a good thing, but you know, even as a business owner, you weren't, that did take you by surprise. It, it did. And, and I, I would say, I remember, and, 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 you know, a lot of us do, um, nine 11, um, cause you know, some of this has been compared to that just from kind of a shock to the system or to the economy. Right. Um, and, and certainly 2008, there, there's similarities there from a business standpoint. And I remember those times <clears throat> that, uh, business receded, you know, rapidly, uh, kind of evaporated, but I do recall that it, it never went more than kind of, you know, 50, 60% down. And it kind of came to a, a floor, you know, equilibrium for a while. And then it started to track back up. So it didn't completely vanish. And, and that's something when this all started, I said, look, I'm not going to overreact, you know, uh, things are often, you know, far less, you know, than, than we create them in our mind. Let's, let's prepare you know, what, what the heck's going to happen. There's some unknown, but you know, uh, I think there, there will be a floor to it and business won't evaporate. But then <clears throat> as this thing started to, you know, progress forward, I said, you know what, nine 11, I got some point of reference just from experience in 2008, we've come through all that, but this is a bit different. This is something where there's such an unknown, right? There's such a fear out there. And now we have government mandated shutdowns. Right. So I expected it to even go further. And, and, you know, and, and I think as we all should kind of try to uh, start to prepare for really doomsday scenarios. But mm-hmm. for the last three and four weeks, I have been, I have been quite shocked that we keep waiting for that cliff where business just comes to a grinding halt as people are kind of held up saying, well, you know, I don't know about home improvements. I don't even know how this is going to you know, affect my, my, my immediate family. Is this literally going to, are we going to have millions of deaths? And then these numbers come down. Um, but I've been shocked slash pleasantly surprised, you know, uh, of how resilient people are. Again, we're, people are just finding ways, you know, to, to overcome those barriers. Say, yeah, this is an unknown situation, um, but, you know, I'm, I still want to live my life. And that gives me, you know, a lot of hope. I know that, that people want to, to have normalcy so, so much that, you know, there is a segment of the population that's going to focus on the negative only. But a lot of people are focused on, hey, we'll weather the storm and I want to see the light at the end and, and live my life as normal. Now, right. it, it also doesn't hurt that some of the things you might have heard about people spending much more time at home, therefore kind of looking around the house. I mean, right. uh, we have actually seen that we've actually had homeowners, you know, tell us that They're like, yeah, I'm working from home. And, you know, I just I've always meant to get to this type of project. So why not research it now? So right. that's a really interesting dynamic that I think, frankly, will continue you know, into the future, you know, this is going to change, you know, a lot of companies MO and how, you know, where they staff their employees and how much time is spent, you know, in the office versus not. Um, so I think there actually may be a little bit of, you know, a swell for home improvements in the future as people work from home more. Yeah. 
I, I think so as well. I think you're exactly right on that. And I think some companies that may have been kind of more opposed to it are coming around to it because they're seeing that, you know, everyone's having to do it now and it's working, you know, and working pretty well. So I, I think you're right on that. Um, one other thing I want to talk to you about today, too, is the some of the government programs available. Um, I know I think you told me that you applied for the um, Paycheck Protection Program and that so that's you at corporate. And then you said many of your individual locations are filing as well. And can you just talk about that a lot of a little bit? And I know you said you communicated through that process as you were doing it. So your other locations could know what to do. Um, just take us through that a little bit. Yeah. So, you know, our licensees are all independently owned and, and operated, you know, businesses. They're all standalone entrepreneurs or, or self-employed. So, <clears throat> you know, we acted very early on with our uh, business banker, you know, just to stay in, in tune and say, all right, what does this mean? How do we, you know, get in the process? Um, and, and by doing that, every day we could send some communication, you know, to our group and say, here's what we learned today. Here's who you need to be contacting. Here's what you need to be doing. Now, the, the biggest thing, in my opinion, um, that came out of this was uh, because most of us are in the, in the same uh, ballgame, again, as small business you know, leaders or entrepreneurs, is that you know, anything recognized as self-employment income, and that can come in a, a variety of ways depending on your, your legal structure and tax structure, but anything that's realized as self-employment income you know, w- will count towards this, this payroll number um, equaling the loan amount that you can apply for. So that was very, very big for not only our, uh, our, our dealer partners that are out there that are, again, independent you know, businesses and in a lot of cases, sole proprietors, but also their ability to, to pass that education and help down to um, the subcontracted installers uh, and salespeople that are, that are on their teams. You know, it's a very normal arrangement for our business. Lots of 1099 employees out there. Um, but if anybody's listening, they, they don't realize this yet. You know, those installers, those salespeople, you know, their wages, they can they can apply for their own loans, um, you know, that can subsequently uh, and if they do the paperwork right, be forgiven. That's a big, big deal. I'm not usually a fan of printing money and giving it away right on our behalf by the government. Right. But but I can already see this is one case where, you know, this this money is going to keep a lot of people in business, um, you know, as long as it doesn't go too, too far. Right, right. And that's good advice there. And have you, um, after you applied, have you gotten any updates? Do you have any idea when you might see that money? Because I know that's another thing too. It's a helpful program, but is the money going to come fast enough, you know, to help some, maybe some of these companies are really hurting. So have you gotten any updates on yours yet? Yeah. So I I would make two points. First is, um, we did get an SBA, uh, uh, approval number, uh, back pretty quickly in terms of, Hey, we've got this, it's registered. Here's kind of your ticket. Um, you know, we stayed in touch each and every day again with our business banker. Um, and we have actually received a, uh, a close date, uh, of Thursday, two days from now. Oh, good. Um, so I'm expecting paperwork today I'm told, and that we should be funded Thursday. So obviously that's, you know, a really positive sign. But the other point I would make is when I share these things with our group, um, it, it's again all over the board because different banks, different bankers in different cities and towns, you know, they just have a different level of, you know, are they caught up on, on the knowledge? Do they know how to process this properly? And, you know, where are they in line with the SBA office they're dealing with? So, 
you know, this, it's, it's not straightforward across the board. Um, but I would encourage anybody just, just again, hyper communicate. This is one of those instances where, you know, the squeaky wheel theory will come into play. You know, it's, it's there, but you've got, you've got to fight through, you know, not just bureaucracy or some red tape from an SBA standpoint, but a lot of times the banks that facilitate the lending, um, you know, that those particular people, you know, they're, they're getting caught up too. So right. I don't know if everything's ready to pop like, like our loan is, or perhaps, you know, our bank and our banker, um, just got a little bit ahead of the curve or, or probably a little both. Yeah. And that's good advice too, to not just apply and let it go and just assume that everything's going to, you know, go smoothly. Um, no, you, you know, can't do keep that. Up. You, can't, you can't, especially ask, online. People no, have applied online and they, and it's been, it's been literally lost. We've had scenarios like that and, and where SBA has told them, oh, well, we got so overwhelmed at the beginning with our online application um, that you're going to need to do it again. Now you got to call each and every day. This, you know, for most of us, you know, payroll is the business, right? You've got materials, of course, you've got, but, you know, payroll is what's going to keep you in business, especially when you've got, you know, people, yourself, here is the main payroll expense. You've got a team around you. Some of that's built by 1099. You got to check on this every day. Exactly. Well, before we leave today, I know we, we definitely, you definitely dare shared some positive news with us, but is there any last words you want to share and maybe something on a positive note to um, uplift our listeners and, you know, give them hope? Yeah. I mean, I think it's, it's cliche, but it's, it's a decision, right? We decide what we're going to focus on each and every day. Um, and, and what I try to tell, you know, uh, the, the members of our group, you know, the, the contractors, the sole proprietors, the small business owners that make up window Depot, you know, is choose where you focus each day. And that's, that's, what's going to create your ultimate outcome. Again, sounds cliche, but so many times, you know, us in this business, we don't look at ourselves as, you know, a, a, a big or legitimate, you know, type of business. Well, that's wrong. We're the ones that are, you know, spurring this economy. We're the ones that can bring it back. And if you sit idly by and just react or, or just, you know, white knuckle through, you're missing a gigantic opportunity to get ahead of the competition, right? To right. Get, this, the, get the economy going once the restrictions start to loosen up. You know, I tell, we, we tell our people all the time, if this thing starts to open up again, when it does, it's not going to just go back to normal right away. There's still going to be, you know, mass gatherings that are going to be prohibited. There's going to be, you know, different states are probably going to have different, you know, this is a genuine opportunity for home improvements. I, I truly okay. believe that. So, Good. you know, if, if that's uplifting, I hope it is. It's kind of painted in the picture of, hey, you know, if your competition is out there again, just reacting or white knuckling, if you're proactive, if you're positive, if you're looking for new solutions to sell with, generate leads that you carry forward into the future, then you're going to get a leg up. So I don't know if that's kind of a sadistic approach to optimism, but I'm trying to do it from a standpoint of, you know, opportunity to me is exciting versus looking at, you know, uh, how the economy is trending downward right now. Look at the opportunities in front of you. Great advice. 100% agree with you. Well, thank you so much for joining us and sharing your insights um, and good luck to you and all your locations as you continue through this with your optimism. Thank you so much. Thank you. That concludes today's podcast. If you would like to serve as a sponsor for one of our episodes, let us know. 
Until our next episode, check back to dwmmag.com frequently for all the latest news.